I'm Neil from the Starling Tribune, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual host. Check out all the other great podcasts at gunnageek.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy, brought to you by the Gunna Geek Network. Bringing you the latest nerdy news and geekdom, here are the hosts of the show. Anthony. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. Naki. Anthony, you need to get laid. Willie. I don't need boobs to like a movie. Chris. So when Chris doesn't know how to transition to a new topic because he's flustered, he just hits the button on the soundboard. And sometimes some special guests. As Magneto once said, ha ha ha, welcome to die. If you're a kid and listening, you rock and your parents are awful. A brand new ATGN starts in three, two, one. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 236 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast, tentatively entitled The Cavernous Canyon this week. <laughs> and if you don't understand why, it's because you need to watch the pre-show because that's our bonus to people where you hear the ridiculousness that comes out of things. Now is that title that comes out of Willie? Yeah, <laughs> you love it. Don't deny it, Chris. Come on, back me up on this, please. Don't make me feel left out. I'll take That's it. That's all I can. My, my tea went in my nose when you said that, and I got very upset. Yeah. So for, for those of you guys that threw up in his coffee, those of you guys that missed it, this is your encouragement to watch the live show because we turn on the audio a little bit before we actually start recording and doing things. And you get some funny stories from time to time. And Willie did uh, tell us some stories about some Willie time. Let's put it that way. And they were well, quite entertaining, I guess. And it made SP throw up in his coffee mug. Uh, Naki almost <laughs> spit out tea. And I facepalmed. It was a good combination of events. Isn't that what happens every week? <laughs> My Pretty birthday much. present to Chris this week was that I wasn't going to make him facepalm. Oh, too late. <laughs> But, well, that's my well, birthday. Not my didn't. Birthday. Yeah, it wasn't me. For once. Well, that's weird. Cause my birthday present is to make him face palm. Well, and then it worked. Birthday <laughs> to you. That's like. By the way, Chris is old. That's what we're saying. I'm not the oldest, so blow it out your ass. Ha! But uh, speaking of cavernous canyons, <laughs> did anyone hear about the news about uh, the new game Watch Dogs Two? Is it uh, better yeah. than the first one? The, the highly uh, rendered vaginas, yes. apparently? Yeah. yeah. What? what? Rendered vaginas. Someone was playing it and just started shooting some people randomly on the street, and then a woman was just like laying there, and he's, of course, is anybody like, let me see what's going on down there. <laughs> yeah, just like anyone There's would a, do is, let me go yeah. look at this CGI vagina and see what it looks like in my video well, game. I well, couldn't I couldn't find a picture of it, It was unless it was edited. I couldn't find it, but my buddy finally found one. And yes, they are wearing crotchless panties. And they ha- and they don't shave, and they got fully rendered vaginas. So I was like, now what is the point of this? Somebody Bored programmers. I was going to say, somebody was bored. How many man hours went into rendering vaginas in Watch Dogs 2? That's what I want to know. Somebody go ask Ubisoft that on their official Twitter. Can, can <laughs> how, I, many men, how many men does it take to make a vagina? <laughs> okay. Well, it's the a question CGI that I was going to have is now, is now, I guess, rendered useless, but... 
I mean, do you guys ever watch like the the animated porns that exist? Because there's no. like like that those three day there's three D animated porn that they make lifelike because they don't want to actually like beat up women, but that's what they do in these things. God, those things are the worst. You try and look hit up hentai, and that's all you get. And, like I don't want to see the CGI shit. I want to see cartoons. <laughs> oh, poor Willie doesn't know how to Google his hentai correctly. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, they, they classify but, that as hentai. It makes no fucking sense. Whatever. It's just cartoon. But anyway, so the point is, is that, like, they have, like, really high-definition vaginas and boobs. And it's just like, who programmed this and why? So, uh, yeah. There's lots of things they've got questions about. We, we come up with all sorts of interesting questions to pose to you here on the All Things Good Nerdy podcast. We should probably say who all is here this week. It is the full crew. I'm Chris. Joining me, of course, is one the only Sir Anthony Bachman. Yeah. The the re-Green Lantern posterized Naki. Oh, shit. I didn't, oh, yes. Ryan Reynolds has followed me to the new house. Kudos to and SP for pointing get, it out. We don't get the Ryan Reynolds. All we get is the Green Lantern. Here. God. There. Oh, God. This is even worse. I'll be in my bunk. He's, DC's Blackest Night. Yeah, <laughs> uh, if you guys don't know why, like why I've kept this poster, other than like the ongoing joke is the guy who pe- who gave it to me passed away this past year, so I I did keep it. That's the joke. That's the ongoing joke. No, 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 no. Ongoing joke. no, no. no I think you explained that wrong. That I that I still have <laughs> that I still have this Green Lantern poster. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Full you, sentences, Naki. Full sentences. You can go yeah, back. Explain that wrong. You can I'm go so back. Tired. Go back to like episode three of this podcast. I think that's the first time we ripped on Naki for her Green Lantern poster in the background. We were like, why the hell do you have a Green Lantern poster? Now, I'm not sure if it was three, but it's in the single digits. It's pretty early on. Yeah. yeah. I've I've had this Green Lantern poster since that movie came out. Uh, It was a gift from a, a friend of mine who at the time was running a comic book shop. He passed away this past year from pancreatic cancer. Fuck cancer. And uh, so I decided to not get rid of it when I moved because I was like, you know what? Sean gave this to me. Uh, I'm going to keep it. And I also like the fact that we, I've kept this through the five years that we've been on. Yeah, it's become time. part of your shtick. And now speaking of shtick, we also have with us the wanderer of the barren wasteland, the master of the cavernous canyon himself. One Is he else. a master? I was going to say I'm the lone wanderer. He hopes he's the lone wanderer. As far as he knows, he's the lone wanderer of the barren wasteland. I'm throwing body slams left and right to be the lone one. <laughs> so how are things going, guys? They call me the old death claw. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good, Chris. Pretty good. Chris, um, I quit. I've you tried. It, it never sticks. I've tried before, and I can't make it stick. Your your Fallout sex well, jokes you can't. Little do you later. realize, Naki, that by starting this show, you inadvertently signed your soul away to always appearing on the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. I know, but what Adahe yep. got out of it? Yeah, he deal by with the having devil. a kid. Yeah, he had to have a kid. <laughs> so if you want to make that sacrifice, yeah, making a deal with the devil, you got to have a show baby for us, and then you can quit yeah. the show. If you uh, have a show baby, you're allowed to leave. It's yes. the only out. It's well, the crotch. only out. Start waggling. Yeah, we don't we don't want kids, but we did. So yesterday we went to Target, and we they have very sparkly stockings, which I am giving to children, filled with things like Pokemon. Cards. You should give one to Tim Tom just to close up uh, everything. No, no, I don't go back <laughs> to that. I don't even go to that club anymore because I don't um, live anywhere near it. 
but I did buy um, hipster wall hipster. We went to the thrift store too, um, and we found wall clings. And I was like, "Oh my god, guys! I have animal heads on my wall, and they're hipsters." And so now they they decorate my my house. They're hipster animal heads. Yes, hang on, I'll, I'll pull it up. While she's doing that, I'm just curious. How many times do you think Tim Tom's been banned since she's not been there? God, I don't even know if he still goes. Numerous. They're hipsters. They're fuzzy. The really camera's fuzzy. refusing to focus. 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 Are you trying to voice activate focus? Focus. Focus. Well, if you have some smart assistance, you could be like, Marks. Alexa, focus my camera. And I really hope someone's listening on an echo right now and it's screwed with them. <laughs> focus. That that's been getting me freaking uh two or three times this week while I was watching uh like the CW shows they'd play those stupid Google commercials and when they would say okay Google in the commercial it would turn on my phone like goddamn it phone quit listening to the TV it's passive listening man the worst is when you're listening to the podcast on your Echo just, and they start talking it about again. it <laughs> and they start talking about the Alexa actions and they'll be like Alexa play such and such as they're quoting what they did and your Echo goes one and then your Echo starts playing you're like what the hell just happened. <laughs> And starts playing the music. Yeah, like, I didn't. I didn't ask for that. God damn it! It's entertaining. Alexa, start playing Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Well, you could actually tell. Let's get it on. You could actually tell Alexa to do this, and I've done it before. Alexa, play the last episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast, and it will do it because we're on TuneIn. So it'll reach out to TuneIn, find the last episode, and then start playing it on there. Just because I was curious. Nice. Okay, Google, search hentai. Well, I don't think his phone's going to hear you. Sadly. Yeah, yeah, he's got, he's got his eyes for future people listening. Oh, okay, fair. There enough. you go. <laughs> you will, will find. Yeah. Uh, in the future, Willie just created thousands of inappropriate, not safe for work Google searches. <laughs> sounds about right. Yes, You'll thousands. Thousands. Well, guys, we've killed what like fifteen minutes of the show so far. I guess it's time we <laughs> we actually do something besides bullshit. Why? Why? That's sort of why people <laughs> listen to us. I think. Really? We never know. We, I mean, we never know. This Sometimes is like, we could just do, we could go all Top Gear style, where they don't actually talk the news, but they say they talk the news of, of cars. It's great. Although now the Grand Tour is out on Amazon. There you go. There's that's my news that's the, the real Top Gear. Could virtual semen get a virtual vagina pregnant? Is Bruno Mars is gay? Has has science gone too far? Is this the beginning of Skynet? <gasps> Watch Dogs Two's the beginning. Skynet began when they fired up Google. Chris. It's been learning ever since. You guys know what Chris. happens when Chris doesn't know what to do. He just hits the button. <laughs> Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. That's right, folks. It's that part of the show where I get awkward and don't know what the hell's going on, so I hit the bump, and we talk about what we think is the coolest, or at least most interesting news that has come out in this last week or so in the world of geeky and nerdy stuff, and I don't want to go first, so I'm just going to throw it out there. Who wants to go first? That is my goal, is to say the weirdest things, just to make you hit that button. That's my goal every week. I hope you appreciate that. I I do. I'm I'm sure everyone does in life. And I'll go first. Why not? I just said Real. I'll go first, you dick. Well, too bad. Fine, you go first. Do we need a super dick mode moment here, Naki? Do you want to? <gasps> no? Sounds like no. Okay. I'm just going to ignore Willie forever. And <laughs> <laughs> Phrasing? So, I get that a lot. <laughs> um, For those of you who are playing Overwatch for free this weekend, because Overwatch is free this weekend, Blizzard is doing lots of other things to try and get you to play Overwatch not for free. Um, 
currently what they're doing is if you play Heroes of the Storm, which is a free-to-play MOBA, um, if you play 15 times with a friend, you can get a really cool uh, skin for Genji called the Oni skin. Um, it's kind of like the demon mask. It's pretty cool. Um, you can also, if you buy um, Overwatch and you like buy like a physical copy, you'll get digital goodies. So like mine are already redeemed, so you can see it. But um, you can get like Tracer for Heroes of the Storm, and you can get Mercy Wings for Diablo Three. You can get a Winston pet for World of Warcraft. Um, Hearthstone, you get stuff. Hearthstone um, is the greatest game ever at times but then sometimes it's not i don't know it's a free-to-play game you don't have to put any money into and it has been like cracked me at times i had to take a break from it just ask cody about hearthstone so all the digital rewards basically blizzard's like kind of moving stuff from one game over to the next yeah so starcraft 2 you'll get in in game portraits too um and then you can get like things moving from from each account so as long as you have like a battle.net account um you can get stuff for starcraft and for diablo and um, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, if you play Heroes of the Storm, if you play 15 times, you get the Oni skin. If you play 30 times, you get... Oh, and you also get Zarya in Heroes of the Storm. If you play 30 times, you get skins for Heroes of the Storm. You don't get much for Overwatch then. Um, but right now, Overwatch is on sale like all over the place. It's only $35. Um, I, I know uh, I just added uh, Low Life Otaku to my friends list on the PlayStation uh, he didn't add me. Wait, did he? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I can't remember. Yeah, like Naki, like Naki said, though, Overwatch is on sale just about everywhere. It seems like Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart all have it for 35 Microsoft Target. have it for 36 and their digital marketplace. If you don't want to go out in the world like me, sometimes you can just buy it there and pay the extra dollar so you don't have to go out in the world. Target has it for 35 If you have the Cartwheel app... Um, I think you can get an additional 20% off then, Ooh, too. Yeah. I need to check that. I might actually be tempted to go to Target today, then. Um, Do it. I'm it's, checking Cartwheel right now. And get a PS4 while you're doing it. And Why get am it I going to buy a PS4? Willie, I've spent far too much money this week, and I'll talk about that later in the show. I'm not buying a PS4. But, um, yeah, I'm just letting you know, like, if you're, if you're a fan of Overwatch, um, if you are crack addicts to it like Willie and I are, you know, just saying. Um, level one thirty four. Yeah, see, I'm still. I I think I just hit level seventeen. We need to get you so you can play competitive. I have to get good right now. No, no, no. You see, it adds everybody in, so you actually drop our team average down, so we can play against lower leveled people and just rock their faces off. Gotcha. But I've been playing. Right now, you guys see the Facebook post where they burn somebody complaining about the the free weekend. That was fantastic. Blizzard that totally was, owned awesome. them. Yeah, uh, somebody on Twitter complained, oh, bring in a bunch of shitty players to make me play against this weekend. And their response was, well, the system does put people of average skill together. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing a lot as Lucio, who is a passive healer. Um, I like him. He's a lot of fun. I feel like I'm having a lot of fun playing him. I'm seriously considering He's getting fast. it, but every time I play Overwatch, I get discouraged because then I remember I'm really bad at competitive shooters online. Well, you and boyfriend can play together, and you guys can high-five. I would rather play Titanfall 2 with him right now because that's what I've been playing. He's been playing the shit out of Titanfall 2. They took away some um, of my favorite levels in Titanfall 2 on multiplayer, but it's still fun. They took away levels on a brand new so, game? Well, no. When you played Titanfall 1... 
there were different kinds of multiplayer levels, then they didn't move them over to Titanfall 2. Like, there was a cooperative one that was like Horde mode in Gears of War. It was basically oh, Titanfall, yeah. but they didn't put it in Gear, in, excuse me, in Titanfall 2. So, my hope is that's one of the first additions they make is the inclusion of that. Because I played the shit out of that because it wasn't try and kill all the humans. It's humans work together to try and repel all the AI. And that was really fun to me. I like oh, cooperative more stuff more than I like, let me kill everyone. Uh, the way you said it, I thought you were saying that on the game that had just launched, they no. removed levels. I was like, no. what the fuck? No, and Titanfall <laughs> 2, it's been ridiculous. You could have gotten that for as cheap as 30 bucks this last week, and it's been out for like a week. That's insane. I got it for 40 Yeah, I got mine for 35 week and then one. like six days later, it was down to 30 and I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah, he paid, I think he might have paid full price for it, and then like a week later, he was like, damn it. Depending on where you full bought it from, price. you can go back and be like, hey, you, after this price drop, you owe me the difference. Like Best Buy is if it goes on sale within like a month or so after buying it, you can get like 110% of the difference. Well, I told you, you guys, you um, GameStop. me and two buddies know. got it, did the Target deal where buy two games, get one free. So we all went in and got Titanfall 2 three times. Yep. I love Titanfall 2. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail us into a separate game here, but... No, it's all right. It's because we're all playing these games like at the same time. I feel like it's fine. <laughs> I played a little bit of Overwatch this weekend since it was the free weekend, and I'm strongly considering buying it, but it would probably sit on my shelf until I had my break in December where I'm not going to work for like two thirds of the month because I have leave I need to burn. So, it's honestly like if you've got a good team, like, and that's giving Willie a compliment. So, you know, stop ooh, that. Does that feel dirty? Uh, but a little bit. Um, <laughs> it, it's a lot of fun. But the thing is, is that like, I don't like playing by myself. If I'm not, if I, if I don't have anybody on, I tend to go against the AI and practice like new things. So like I was learning on some, I was trying to learn Sombra, who is the newest character that was just released this week. Um, just so I could get some practice in with her. Cause I didn't know what she was supposed to, what she was going to be doing. Like I knew she hacked things, but I didn't know what it was. So now I have a good idea as to how to play her, but that's how I've been learning the different characters is like, if nobody's on, then I'll, you know, I'll play against the AI and learn different characters that way. I think that's the real big difference between uh, Battleborn and Overwatch. Is Overwatch you really only? I really only want to play if you're on with multiple friends on a team. Battleborn, you can get on and do the story modes and play by yourself and just load up with other people. That seems to be like the huge difference. I kind of wish there was a story mode for for Overwatch, just because I really like the story of Overwatch. Yeah, you yeah. have to kind of hunt it down. It seems like they, yeah, they they missed out big by not having that option. See, best thing they did, I'm going to take it back to Titanfall 2 for a second, is they added a single-player campaign to Titanfall with the sequel. And it's not the greatest campaign ever, but it's fun, and there's some really cool effects. Like, at one point in time, you're time-traveling between two different time periods. Like, you'll be fighting something in the future, and you start to get beat up, so you quickly time-travel back to, like, 15 years or something like that into the past, where there's different enemies there, so you've got a chance to regroup. It's a very cool dynamic. Titanfall 2, surprisingly nice. fun. Sorry, I keep bringing it's it back to like, that. It's kind of <laughs> like Portal in that sense. Yes. I was watching Boyfriend. It, it's only for like one level because they knew if that gimmick was in place the entire game, it would be unfair. <laughs> but yeah, it's really fun. And you don't have it in multiplayer that I've seen either because that would also be unfair. That would also be really confusing. Yes, that is also <laughs> true too. Yeah, If everybody in multiplayer had the option of going back in time and fighting you earlier... Yeah, I don't know how you would do that. It's kind of like playing Tracer in Overwatch. Quite possible. Yeah. So I'll go next with my news. I'll go next with my news story then as we move on. Because I think the rest of the show's news of the week stuff is all Marvel related. Sorry, guys. Poor planning. But Video game. 
Yeah, well, Marvel Comics, Marvel TV, Marvel video games, all those kind of things. I'm going to talk about Marvel TV here. ABC Make has Marvel. ABC has given a green light to Marvel's The Inhumans, which will be a live action TV series for Marvel Television, set to premiere in fall 2017. I.e., thanks for playing Agents of Shield. You're canceled. That's what oh, I'm yeah, taking say, away yeah. from this. The the sounding horns at the end of Agents of Shield. Yeah, with no, their I like it with their ratings going down this season in comparison, and the time slot move probably didn't help as much as they thought it might help because they get a little darker. This seems to almost be a warning that, hey, we've got another show, so we can just fit this in that time slot if we need to. So Inhumans TV show has nothing to do with the movie that had been part of the Marvel Phase 3 plans that was pushed off till who knows when. They are not taking the movie and then spinning it down into a TV show. It is just a separate show. Now, part of this TV series deal that was revealed on Deadline.com says the first two episodes of the new series will debut on IMAX screens exclusively for two weeks ahead of the fall premiere on broadcast television, which will feature some additional content not included in the two hours exhibited in theaters. ABC, IMAX, and Marvel TV plan to create a joint marketing and promotion plan. The movie marks the giant screen exhibitor's first time as a financing participant in a TV pilot and series. The series will be produced by Marvel TV and ABC Studios, and filmed with IMAX digital cameras. No writers yet announced for the series, and it will not be introduced as a spinoff from Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So what's the incentive to go see it in the IMAX then? Uh, you'll get exclusive content, and you'll have it on IMAX screens. I mean, it's the same reason we all went to go see like The Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises and stuff on IMAX, because they filmed things with IMAX cameras on purpose to make use of those giant screens. Gotcha. It's the visual spectacle, for lack of a better term, is why you'd want to go see it in IMAX. It's not going to be so, IMAX 3D. It doesn't seem like just ginormous. Now, here's my question. Is this going to affect your um, opening weekend thing, Bachman? Why? It's not a movie. <laughs> okay, so it only includes movies. Gotcha. Yeah, only uh, Marvel movies do I have to see on opening day. Just I like just, you only have villain pops. <laughs> yeah, well, that rule doesn't really apply. Uh, <laughs> I buy what uh, I want. Shut up. I um I, I don't watch Agents of Shield, so I don't know what's going on. But has Go the content gone down or is it just they they just don't have the viewership anymore? This season's been awesome. And so yeah, I don't know if it's if it's really something where they're just trying to scare them and make sure that they do better, but I don't know how because yeah, this this season's been great. But I've heard a lot of people that stop watching the show have come back because Ghost Rider's been so good. Well, here's the thing though, is the ratings are down in comparison with they've progressively gone down and it's gone down, my understanding, more than they are comfortable with compared to last season. Figure yeah, but I've also said D Disney owns ABC, owns Agents of Shield. They really don't have to give a fuck about the ratings. It's one of the lowest rated yeah. shows on their network though. And yeah, and they can lose money on it every week and keep it on the air for 10 years if they want. But they here's the Disney thing. Money. Here's the thing. And Chloe Bennett has also <laughs> pointed out before. They like to say as much as they do. It's all connected. It's all one universe. It's really not. The TV piece of it's not as important as it was originally portrayed to be when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. debuted, what, three years ago, four years ago? Yeah, it has become less important. I just think it's weird that they're talking about it in humans not being a spinoff. When they basically did an entire two seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that was the origin of Inhumans to make up for the fact that they lost all the mutants to Fox. Yeah, I don't know. the way What this article in Deadline said is that it will not be introduced as a spinoff. That does not necessarily mean you won't see crossovers and things like that, but I don't think they're going to use Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to be the launching point for this, net, for the, not Netflix, for this TV series. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I can see them not 
like storyline spinning out of it, but it, it would be ridiculous for them to not use some of the actors that they had for Inhumans. Well, and there's no reason in they the can't. new show. Yeah, there's no absolutely yeah. no reason they can't. Then I mean, this is all very early notes. This is just one article I got from Deadline that was, hey, this is announced. It is coming. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, I think I talked about it on CMYK TV. I said the smart thing would be take, you know, the people that you like on Ghost Rider that are dealing with Ghost Rider, turn that into a Netflix show. And then when you do the Inhuman show, you have the Inhumans be the focal point, but then you still have the cast from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to be S.H.I.E.L.D. dealing with the Inhumans. You just change the focal point of your storytelling. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's that's a lot of really talented actors that people enjoy to, you know, not have them working there at all anymore. What could be really interesting is if they continued with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and you had storylines that crossed over between these two shows where you see one thing from S.H.I.E.L.D.'s perspective and then the next week it's what happened on S.H.I.E.L.D. You're seeing part of that from the Inhumans perspective and how that all crosses over. Do I think that's going to happen? I don't know because I can't... It's not in this article, but I vaguely remember reading in some other article this is not like a full-run series. This was only talked about being like 10 or 13 episodes from what I recall. And I cannot find that article again to save my life. It's not Mm -hmm. in the notes that I took. So maybe I'm just imagining it, but I vaguely remember it for some reason. They might be rumoring that they might just do it as like a half season just to see how it does. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to see IMAX getting in the game like this, though. That's that's intriguing to me. It would be cool to see him do continue with both shows and have, yeah, playoff storylines back and forth. Because crossovers get people hype. We got an alien invasion coming up next week in CW, and it's going to be the best team up ever. Is it this week or is it the week after? Because I thought they were taking Thanksgiving. Yeah, not this week, the following week. Yeah, it's Monday the 28th. I think is a uh, Supergirl, which is the start of it. Yes. I was telling the girlfriend, I was like, we're going to get caught up on Legends tomorrow by the time that that comes on. Oh, yeah. And this week's episode was good, too. They went back to the Old West with Jonah Hex again. We just watched the zombie one from the Civil War time period. And I I don't I don't need to play it, but I Bam. have thoughts about whiny people complaining <laughs> about that episode. I thought that episode was fun. I did, too. I don't know. Do I need to play it here? We haven't done one of these in a while. Do I do it? Do oh, is it, it a voicemail? Do it. Do it. Okay. Do it. Do it. Warning. Warning. You are now entering Super Dick Mode. So for those who don't remember, Super Dick Mode is that chance where whoever you are can complain about something or vent without interruption until it's all said and done. And like I said, I am behind on Legends of Tomorrow. And now I did know they did a Civil War episode and I heard people complaining about it because, oh my God, it shows slavery. Well, yes, slavery was something that happened in that time period. As uncomfortable as it is, it is a historical fact that it happened and people going on the internet and complaining, I don't need my kids exposed to that. Well, obviously you don't send them to history class or anything like that. It effing happened. If you're going to go and complain about a TV show that takes place across and throughout time showing one of the ugly things that happened in our past f you seriously it's history you can't complain about it you can't go on like this tv show shouldn't show that it's accurate it happened and you know what it was actually a fairly well done depiction of things that happened back in that time frame you feel bad for jacks being in that position and seeing oh my god i thought it was bad but now i'm experiencing it for myself slavery and the horrors associated with it during the civil war terrible things They did a tasteful job of portraying it on Legends Tomorrow. And if you're one of those people bitching because you felt uncomfortable seeing it, F you. And I'm done. You guys are welcome to chime in on that if you want. Sorry. No, I just muted myself. It's way easier. (laughs) I knew I was going to make noise getting a blanket because it's fucking freezing in here. But no, you're right. The same people complain about that are the ones complaining that oh, Walking Dead used to be family friendly and now it isn't. Walking Dead was never family friendly. That's absolute horseshit. 
it's that type of mentality. These people who want to be offended by shit and say that things are different than they ever were. It's like, no, it's a real thing. And yeah, it's uh, historical events in a TV show that uses time travel as their main plot point. Oh, boo fucking who? The Civil War happened. We were awful to black. We still are fucking awful to black people. It's not like it's really changed that much. Thank you, Anthony. <laughs> uh, the it's it's quite interesting because uh, uh, I've been following. So right now, there's a boycott Hamilton hashtag. <laughs> I love that shit. Uh, yes, there is. Can, Let's be careful can, how far we delve down this path. Is we're all not, I would we're, we're not we're not going to delve into it. I'm just saying, if you want to find out what it is, uh, check it out. Um, but because of that hashtag, I, I delved deep into the into the heart of Twitter. Uh, you people you poor Hamilton. poor woman. Why would you do was, that to yourself? I I'm I'm an idiot. <laughs> and uh, I found one of those people who was complaining about uh, that episode of Legends of Tomorrow. And full disclosure, I don't watch that show. Um, I don't watch any shows right now. I'm, I'm terrible like that. Um, but uh, I, I don't have Whatever. I don't have time. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, I, I, I'm looking at this woman's tweets. And this is one of the ones who was on the Boycott Hamilton, Boycott Walking Dead. And she's now she's on Boycott Legends of Tomorrow. She's and probably gonna boycott Starbucks by buying coffee there too. She, well, she probably, but whatever. She, <laughs> uh, her tweet was, she doesn't want to expose her children to the horrors of white people because white people are not terrible, but they're always depicted as terrible. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, <sighs> I don't, I don't know. Part, partially, partially, I agree with that. I went to you know BSU, and after five and a half years to get my arts degree, what I basically learned from all of my white liberal female teachers is that as a white male, everything is my fault. And I don't, I don't subscribe. <laughs> I don't subscribe to that. Like I really, like I really hate the the that in uh, wanting representation that the white male is is being portrayed as a bad guy. And I'm like, well, no, like they, they, they happen but to be white and male. Like, in most instances, the bad guys throughout history are white males. That's just a fact. That's also the, that's also the side, though. But, I mean, I, I, I don't want to go down this route. This is not this is not the route that I'm trying to go into. But uh, to 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 say I want to shield my kids from uh, <laughs> history because we were bad people is like I don't know how to respond. You can't learn like, from history if you don't observe what happened in it. How do you correct things that happened in the past unless you are willing to go back and look at the things that were done? You can't hide from the shameful things that were done in the past. That all that is is people trying to bury their head under the sand and ignore the fact that terrible things happened. Exactly. And how can you observe it if you don't have superpowers and go into a time machine and go back and actually see it firsthand? It makes no sense. If you don't want to <laughs> why if you if you want to learn about history in a very interesting way, uh, there is a YouTube channel called Crash Course, and they do two different versions of or they do two different world history crash courses. Like they're both 70 videos long or something like that, and they're um and it's just really, it's very uh, interesting to go into world history because I know, like, I don't, again, I didn't learn my history in America mostly um, because I wasn't here. Uh, so I don't know a lot of American history, uh, but it's been interesting learning about it, especially with Hamilton. And if you are boycotting Hamilton, send your tickets to this girl right here because yeah. I really want to see it. That, that's <laughs> the best thing I saw is all those people boycotting. It was a bunch of people then going, hey, that means I can get tickets easier. Feel free to boycott. <laughs> I've well, been my my understanding, <laughs> my understanding is it's still completely sold out. 
So it's real easy to boycott something that you couldn't afford to buy fucking tickets to in the first place. <laughs> Low Life Otaku says bad things happen and bad things will continue to happen. That's life. Learn from it and do it better. Here, exactly. Here, here. Learn from it. Do it better. I'm feeling that there's a uh, good Magic School Bus episode and all this where they all go back in time and change the color of their skin and experience it. That'd be a good Magic School Bus episode. I feel like that would be a way it's to frazzle. learn. I'm pretty sure it probably happened. Speaking of representation, I totally not cried, but I did a little bit uh, listening to the Moana soundtrack because guess what, guys? I'm finally being represented in a Disney movie and I'm really excited. You just like rock singing. Your yeah, welcome. more importantly, also, yes. it was The Rock was singing to you and that would bring a tear yes. to any person's eyes. And, and speaking of Hamilton, singing Lin-Manuel's words to you. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. He wrote your welcome. He did. He wrote. So Lin Manuel Miranda was one of the musical directors on Moana too, and oh my God, like you could totally tell it's him writing it. Like so, I might have cried a little bit, maybe. Don't judge me. <laughs> Shut up. I'm thirty. I never do. I'm almost. I'm thirty one years old, and I've I've never had representation in Disney media. So. Shut up. <laughs> I did like it. I watched the video that The Rock posted of them working together in the studio creating that song. And it it is just perfect. The idea of The Rock as a god, if he was going to sing something to someone, it would be your welcome. <laughs> like, it's so fitting. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, and thank you at the end of it. So um, SP posted right. something that I completely agree with is what gives me a giggle on others on social media, thinking they're posting their thoughts, whichever the events are, or change someone else's opinion. What I think actually happened is... People mute others on social media made their opinions known during the election. I foresee that type of pushback happening in the near term future. Again, no matter what you do, no matter what side you're on. Um, I uh, I didn't go about the routes of unfriending or um, muting people because I like to have discussion and I don't believe Facebook is the right platform for any of that anyways. Um, but I mean, you're going to have your decisions whether or not I agree with them. So doesn't fucking matter, but that doesn't stop me from posting like things that you can do to make the world a better place. Hypocrisy annoys me. So I share hypocritical things on there to point them out. Yeah. Yes. SP is right though. I mean, a lot of people do create uh, what do they call it? Social media echo chambers. Yes. You get rid of anybody that you're following or that's following you that don't agree with the exact same things. And so then your feed is filled with nothing but stuff you agree with. I literally have two, no, three, three ex guys from the Navy that I worked with that, you know, I worked with for five to six years. All three of them voted for someone I don't like. I think all three of them are now idiots, but they're still my friends on Facebook. I did not get rid of them. And some of their posts I find extremely offensive, but you know, I, I, I don't want, yeah, my social media to be an echo chamber of just my own opinion. Correct. So I, I'm keeping them in there. Sometimes it's tough. I, I want to call them fucking morons, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's, I don't agree with this. Like, I agree with disagreeing. Like, people are always going to have their their discussion. And if we all agreed on the same thing, we wouldn't yeah. be. Plus, they're all three guys that I know went out and voted. So they. they There's also know, that. People they took, fucking voted. <laughs> yeah. They took part and spoke their mind and did their part as Americans. So I can't fucking hate them for that. Yep. I fully, I fully, engage, I fully believe in the right to freedom of speech and to believe what you want to yep. believe. Now, the 46% of you that didn't vote, fuck you. Fuck There's you lazy asses. <laughs> but getting us back to SP's point, I think there are a lot of people that did mute like that. I have personally tried to keep it so that, like Naki said, I didn't unfriend or block anyone because of differing opinions. I tried yeah. to actually have intelligent conversations. Sometimes it's even when it comes down to Marvel v. DC. 
because yeah. all you people that say DC movies are better can go eat a dick because you're wrong. But that's beside yeah. the point. Those, those people are wrong. There's an artist buddy of mine who who I uh, we're we're friends, but he. He he says some things that are pretty trying, like that Suicide Squad was the best movie of 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure it was the best movie that came out that week, <laughs> much less the whole fucking year. So, uh, I mean, Ugh. we're still friends, but he says some stupid shit like that. <laughs> so, that. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, I think we have uh, stuck on this topic long enough. Let's get back on to the news of the week. Uh, let's get some happier news. Willie, what do you got for us? I think you got some fun gaming news for us. Well, a while back, it was announced that Telltale Games, you know, the guys who make The Walking Dead Season 1, 2, and Season 3 upcoming. They also the guys make that make Hockey Wolf- Cry. <laughs> and me. The Wolf Among Us, which is a great one. Uh, the Game of Thrones uh, Telltale game, which is amazing. Uh, well, they had a Marvel uh, project announced, but they never told us what it was. This week, when they said it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. So, what you're saying is I'm going to get another Telltale game, and somehow they're going to make me cry to Drax, the Destroyer. We are Groot. That's how they're going to make you cry. Yeah, probably. But Baby Groot is so adorable. <laughs> Now, is it going to be following the movies? Is it just going to be like using the movies as a baseline and just going off on their own? They might be using the comics. I mean, if they actually wrote the comics to be good, then they probably could have gone off the comics. I hope they don't, because if I wanted the comics, I would wish they would go with another character. The new Guardians has been good, though. I did finally drop the storyline. The new this year's like the last 12 issues have been really good, though. The one that came out that the series that came out directly after the movie was pretty good, but then they brought in Angela and it got really fucking weird and I couldn't follow it anymore. Yeah. The, the team is definitely, uh, it's a whole separate structure. Cause now it's venom. Uh, the, the flash Thompson venom, uh, Ben Grimm, the thing, Angela, Kitty pride is star Lord. And so, yeah, it, it was a very, very different team. They made a huge change in the, the team structure. Yes. At post, uh, post secret wars. But the book and that I'm- was, uh, Bendis and what was it, McNiven that was on the pencils at one point in time, like right around the same time the movie came out. Very yeah. good. That was a very good, uh, Hey, you like the movie? Come read this comic kind of thing. And it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But the guardians game, I fully anticipate that it'll make me cry because the walking dead game, Made me cry, and I will fully admit at the time when I played that, I was like 28, 29 years old, and I was sitting there, and I'm blubbering, I'm going, God damn you, Telltale Games, why did you do this to me? Yeah. But not in a bad Telltale way. Has, Telltale does things like that. Tales from the Borderlands. Tales, I still haven't finished that. I oh, it's, it's very left. good. It uh, it has certain moments where it just kind of hits you in the chest, and you're like, oh man, and I'm really, really hoping they make a sequel to Tales from the Borderlands, because they left it Play open the, so that they could. I've Play the Game of Thrones one, just the first episode, and just finish that episode and see if you don't want to continue it right away. Wait till you see what happens there. I can't believe they did this. Wait, which one? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Oh, I didn't I didn't do Game of Thrones. I did um, Wolf Among oh my. Us, though. Wolf Among Us was really good. Yes, it was. Check on if but you're an, if you're an Xbox gamer, I know for a fact they have one of the Telltale collections on sale digitally for like twenty five bucks. It's probably the same for PSN and Steam gamers. So if you want to play some of these Telltale games, go and check them out for yourself. There has not been a bad one that I have played, for lack of a better term. It's like a choose your own adventure on crack game. Yeah, they have Until Dawn is the best version of them though. 
I still am playing until dawn. I, I still need to finish that too. But I've yeah, got, I can't I buy got, any more games. I have I so guess, many games I haven't finished. Oh my god! Overwatch. So I'm back to the no new games ban. Uh, boyfriend, I think needs to go on this too, but he hasn't. I know that. Um, but it's no new games because I have so many fucking games. <laughs> I need this. Yeah, I I might ban games. myself from buying any until the end of next year. Yeah, like I I can't. I can't play at this point. Like I can't buy anything at this point because like I I have like 200 games on my computer. I have like 50 games out there. Oh god, I didn't think about that. Since I bought the new PC, I still haven't actually uploaded my uh Steam library, which means I have all those games that I can now play because my old PC wasn't good enough to play some of them. Yeah. yeah but I have all the Arkhams to go through. Yeah, which same I here. From, which I won from Nerdist. Yeah, I've got like 60 games. One. <laughs> and I haven't played any of them. I still haven't fil- finished Telltale's Walking Dead. Oh man, that's yeah. it's a heartbreak. Maybe skip that. The Walking Dead. I don't cry. I'm soulless. Yeah, it happens. I don't know. You've got Chris to cry. I have a soul. It's just well used. I mean, I cry during a lot of things. I mean, it don't matter. Games, music, movies. Goddamn, a good ASPCA movie here. Yeah, I mean, I I heard Willie cried when he was exploring the uh, wastelands too. Yeah, those, but also those Matthew McConaughey rom-coms, they always bring a tear. Yeah, because you have to watch a Matthew McConaughey rom-com. You're like, why are you doing this to me? Those are great. You you watch Ghost of Girlfriend's Past, and you tell me that is not a... That's not a winning movie. Um, Willie, I like having my balls, so I'm not going to go and watch those. that's not you to launch. Oh my god, it made me actually like Sarah Jessica Parker a little bit. Why are you naming the bad ones? How to lose a guy in ten days. How to lose a guy in ten days. That is a fantastic movie. (laughs) What what is wrong with you two? I'm gonna tell you right now. (laughs) Failure launch is the best one. Why? Because you get to see a naked Terry Bradshaw ass. I knew he was gonna go naked Terry Bradshaw. What's your favorite one? Because you like this naked room. Why do I want to see a Neanderthal man naked? Don't get me wrong, Terry Bradshaw's hilarious, but And he's hilarious and and saying, Why are you nude? It's my naked room. It's my naked room. <laughs> Chris, I'm with you, man. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I don't know what just happened. You guys start referencing Matthew McConaughey rom-coms. What the hell is wrong with you guys? I've watched a lot of movies. Uh, let's get some testosterone back. Used to be married. Let, let's talk about Anthony's uh, fully testosterone-laden news about an upcoming movie. Oh, yeah. There, there, there's, yeah there's, my, my news is all about man bits. All right. We go so we know... Deep. We know uh, with we had the the bad news that uh, Tim Miller and Ryan Reynolds did not see eye to eye on where they wanted to go forward with uh, Deadpool two, so the they've been you know Fox has been shopping around trying to find a different director for the past couple of weeks, and it's been reported in the Hollywood Reporter that it is official John Wick director David Leach is going to helm Deadpool two, so uh, he was a ex stunt coordinator and stunt guy who stepped up and was part of the I think it was they said the directing team. He was co-directing on a uh, John Wick with uh, who is it? Chad St- Stahilski. So you know anybody who's seen John Wick, it's a fantastic, amazing action film. But yeah, just balls of the wall testosterone. You know, revenge, badass assassin goes nuts and kills everybody. So that we know it's a guy that can direct. You know, action sequence is really good. But at the same time, it's someone who's really early in their career, kind of like Tim Miller was, where. When Tim Miller went into Deadpool, it was the idea of this is my last chance to direct a movie because at that point he hadn't done an actual film yet. And I think that was one of the reasons that that first film was so fucking good. 
it was, you know, the first time somebody put does something, usually they put all their effort into that first thing because they've been thinking about it for a very long time. And Tim Miller was like 50. So he'd been, you know, directing movie music, uh, music videos and uh, commercials, all sorts of stuff leading up to it. But that was his first big budget movie. And so, you know, he had tons of ideas. And so, you know, we're getting somebody else that's early in their career coming off of a fantastic movie. Uh, the weird thing was is that in the, the Hollywood Reporter article, it said at the same time, Fox and the producers are also putting into motion Deadpool 3 and will be searching for a separate filmmaker to tackle that installment. So they're already they're hiring the guy for number two and already saying you won't do number three. So it's it seems kind of a weird way to go into the starting Deadpool two, telling the guy no matter how good this movie does, we're not bringing you back for the third. Well, I'd heard that Deadpool three was supposedly going to be X Force, so I could sort of see might be wanting to change the dynamic because you're going to change the the dynamic rather of the film a little bit by making a team movie. That that I can see, I could make sense. I mean, especially if they already have somebody working on that. But it just it seems like a weird way for Fox to announce it. But yeah, we have a director, so I mean, I'm, you have to assume at this point in the time they've had that at some point David Leach sat down with Ryan Reynolds and they probably talked about what their ideas were for the film. And then you know, it's also Fox going, okay, the last one we spent like thirty million on it and it made eight hundred million dollars. So this one we're probably going to spend a little bit more, but we're still going to expect a huge return. And basically, we want Ryan Reynolds to be calling the fucking shots. So long as they remember the lessons learned from Deadpool, it was not the budget that made that movie great. It was the fact that it was a love letter to the fans and was accurate to the source material and didn't try to be something that it wasn't. If they don't remember that lesson, like we seem to, they seem to indicate on some other things. Oh, Deadpool is rated R. Everything needs to be rated R now. No, it doesn't. Take the lesson from Deadpool that was be accurate, faithful to your source material and reach out to the fans and be like, hey, look, we're doing what we've talked about for so long. And then yeah, you have well, something. We will find out if they learned that lesson was at March 3rd because they instantly made Wolverine rated R, but we don't know whether or not there's going to be, if it's going to be another fucking Wolverine Origins or the Wolverine movie that people are going to be highly anticipating and severely disappointed by. Logan looks pretty good to me, but it's Fox, so I don't necessarily yeah. trust them. They I cut a good trailer. Feelings. You have to, <laughs> yes. Yeah, they cut a good trailer, and as everybody knows, if you put fucking hurt over anything, it looks good. <laughs> but only Johnny Cash is hurt. Not necessarily yeah. not Someone, That's true, not other versions. Please but. feel free to recut part of this episode with hurt over top of it and upload it to YouTube. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I want to see that. I want to see. We all that. need to facepalm like slowly during it, like. Ugh. But yeah, I'm excited to see. Yeah, so we're getting, we're getting, and we also, we're also getting John Wick two as well. So we got John Wick two and Deadpool two. So there will be lots of motherfuckers getting shot in the face a lot in the next couple of years. I'm yeah. really excited for John Wick two. John Wick one was. Just oh, what what are the posters that they put up? Uh, every once in a while, when I go to the Edwards Theater, I'll go through and I walk up and down all the aisles to look at all the new movie posters that have been put up. And they have one of the preview posters for John Wick. And there's almost no text on it whatsoever. I think on the very bottom, it just says John Wick in small letters. But it's Keanu Reeves standing there in like a piece together suit. And like uh, uh, the seams, the seamstress is like measuring his arm, like making the new a new suit. Is, is there, there a pupper? Uh, there was no dog in the poster. But it was really cool because it was basically just Keanu Reeves standing there getting a new suit made. That's like that's that's just perfect for we're getting ready to go again. Like John Wick's getting the suit made and he's going to come kick some fucking ass. 
SP makes a good point. I do not want to see a rated R comic book movie. I think they get more creative at PG-13 and under. I completely agree. I agree to an extent. I think there's some characters that lend themselves more to a a rating of R. Not necessarily so you can do like, I'm going to cuss at everything and do massive explosions. But when you look at something like Logan, which is supposed to be like old man Logan story arc, there's some darker moments in there that allows you to explore that better at a rating of R. And Deadpool, I don't know that you could have done that right at PG-13. Yeah, see, I, 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 agree, I would disagree. But... I would disagree with SP because there are characters and storylines that need to be done with an R rating. And the Wolverine, I'll bring up the Jason Clark argument, would have been amazing in that scene where he's got all the arrows stuck into him from the ninjas, where he passes out. If Wolverine had turned, gone nuts, and started chopping fucking heads off like he should have in a Berserker Rage, and that movie had been rated R and that that whole town turned into a bloodbath, that would have been a much better film and it would have fit with the storylines in the comics and the character. Certain characters should be rated R. What were you saying, Naki? I agree that some characters should be rated R, but the thing that would be more like creative, okay, so, and this was a Tumblr post that I'm ripping off of, but somebody was saying, like, have an X-Men movie where Deadpool is involved. And then he knows that it's a movie, so he's trying really hard to not swear, not swear, not swear, not swear. Oh, and then yeah. Wolverine comes in and says, fuck. And he goes, God damn it, mother. Dad, I was holding out. I didn't want to swear because I wanted the one swear. Damn it. You know. See, I think that would be funny, but I don't know that yeah. you could do like a Deadpool movie and do it right at PG-13. Right. No, that that yeah. I agree with. But I think like they could ha- they could have some really creative moments if they would keep to the PG-13 for like X-Men. Uh, like- yeah, I think like 90 percent of the stuff that's out there capping it at PG-13 is a smart and right decision. Like, should there have been a rated R version of Age of Ultron or something like that? Absolutely not, because there's no yeah, reason no. for that. No, for those, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. But yeah, those characters usually with the studios, they're only making that decision based on trying to get audience in and dollars. They're not looking at the property itself. Because yeah. yeah, if they'd have tried to do a PG thirteen Deadpool, it would have made less than half the money. And honestly, it probably would have been half as funny. It doesn't really matter anyways, because kids calling their parents and taking the Deadpool anyways oh. without actually knowing what was going on. It's true, but I mean, it is a given fact that they know if they take a movie that's PG thirteen and they put an R rating on it. The studios cut off. I think it's what they say. They lose 60% of ticket sales. Yeah. Like they instantly lose. No, they're going to make half because of the, the theaters that do restrict it. And the parents that won't let their kids see an R movie. Yeah. So like, you know, is understandable. They shouldn't let their kids see an R movie. For instance, the rated R cut of Batman V Superman should never have happened. That was dumb. It doesn't really make sense. There should never be a rated R Superman yeah. ever. But that that's neither here nor there. It's a very good point you brought up, SP. It's one that I agree with you 90% of the time on. And uh, Lola Futaku brings up a good point, too. He said any of the Netflix shows should definitely be rated R if they were movies. Yes. Oh, yeah. Superhero banging going on. Well, let's Bring be on beds and wrong here. Yeah, let's be honest. You guys are wrong here. <laughs> Look we're at it. Wrong. You're wrong here. Yeah, yeah, you're wrong. We need a rated R booster gold movie right now. <laughs> okay. Are you kidding Yes. I, I, I want to see Nathan Philly and, and do a, a PG Booster Gold movie and make it hilarious because he could make that hilarious because he's Captain Cheese and it oh. would be fucking amazing. He's not going to be Booster Gold, though, guys. No, he should be. But now he's too old. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. You're too old, man. He, by Hollywood standards, he's he's too old to start a superhero franchise. There's no executive smart enough to put him in it. Which That's why really Cumberbatch should, is starting the next wave of things because he's still young you in their eyes. And he looks I like a watch. 
still think that Littlefinger would have been a really good Doctor Are you still on this? Let it go. It would have been interesting. I, I think Cumberbatch did a pretty good job in the role, though. I'll be honest. I think he oh, did. Yeah. I'm not. I'm. I'm not one of the the super huge like Cumberbatch fangirls though either. I'm just like, eh, like an otter. <laughs> I was gonna say you don't love the otter. You don't love the otter. Mm. Did you guys see go. the Saturday Night Live episode where, they, where he was on and they did the game show about why is he hot? Like no. that shit was funny. They did a game show where one of the one of the guys on SNL hosted his own version of a game show called Why Is Benedict Cumberbatch Hot? And Benedict Cumberbatch was one of the contestants. That's and fantastic. it's a hilarious segment. It's really good. You guys should look it up. Well, guys, I think we just wrapped up the news of the week. It's that part of the show there where we do like to remind folks that the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast is, in fact, part of a network of shows that you can find over at gunnageeknetwork.com. There's like 18, 19 different shows. We're constantly growing. Uh, spoiler alert, there's probably some new stuff coming very soon to the <gasps> network. So keep your eyes open for that. Yeah. <laughs> I know some stuff from time to time, but each week we do like to try and highlight one specific episode of a podcast on the network. So, Naki, why don't you tell us what episode we're talking about this week? Uh, we are talking about Better Podcasting, episode 54, uh, Planning 2017, part one. In this week's edition of Better Podcasting, Stephen and, and SP force you to consider the fact that the year is almost over and now is a great time to start planning your 2017 podcast Ugh. endeavors. This week, menu items include hardware and services. So you can find that over at gunnageeknetwork.com. While you're there, check out one of the other awesome podcasts that make up the network. And don't forget, you can always watch live content over at geeks.live. Six out of seven days of the week, we have live content streaming on geeks.live. Find the schedule there. Yeah, so guys, it's about time to start wrapping up this show. And each week, longtime listeners of the show, you know we wrap up with a little bit we call what I'm into, it's our chance to share with you just what geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into to maybe just maybe sway you to our cause a little bit or get you interested in some of those topics as well. So I'm going to start out. Anthony, what you been getting into, sir? Uh, I finished a book. I've been reading uh, The Rookie by uh, Scott Sigler. It's the Galactic Football League. Uh, this guy's known for doing, uh, he did a bunch of, he wrote a bunch of horror books and uh, released them as a free podcast. But uh, one of the things he also does is the the gfl books which i finished the first one bought the second one it's uh set in like the 2700 or something and there's all these different species that have met up with humans and there's different like uh what do they call them heavy g humans uh people that live on planets with super heavy gravity and then all these just crazy aliens and they pretty much found out that the, all the wars and stuff like people hating each other they had to figure out a way to basically make the species interact and not kill each other so often. And one of the things that the, the overlords kind of came up with was a galactic football league because there's certain species that play certain uh, positions on football way better than other ones. There's these kind of uh, like praying mantis looking aliens called Sklornos who are wide receivers because they're super fast and jumperly high. And then uh, was it the key play linemen? There's weird ass kind of worms that are six feet tall and six feet long and have like 12 arms and legs. And so, like, there's super low center of gravity, super strong. It's full of all sorts of weird alien characters. But, yeah, it's a, it was a really fun book. So and I will I got, say, uh, you were describing that right now, and I'd heard about it before and really wanted it. I just went on Amazon and bought it for 99 cents on my Kindle. Nice. So if yeah, you've been I interested got, in reading it, 99 cents on Kindle right now. Yeah, I just finished The Rookie, and I got the starter. Just showed up in the mail, so I got that. And I think there's five or six of them now. The starter, then, um, the all-pro, the MVP, and the champion are the ones that are showing up here. They're all $3.82 on Kindle. Nice. 
As in, I I still I, I don't dig on the the Kindle too much. So yeah, I like the physical copy, and yeah, the the artwork on the cover is great too. Showing uh the the basically they wear a uh, body armor and this uh, crazy football they play because there's a uh, routinely hits where people get killed because the aliens that are hitting them are really really tough. And then um I got a sweet print from uh the Martheus Wade uh, Patreon showed up this week. So Martheus did a uh, a Harley Quinn in a leather jacket that showed up, and then um. Also, I've been watching my Kickstarters. Uh, anybody that's looking at, uh, uh, if you enjoy horror comics, uh, Dirk Manning's Nightmare World Omnibus has bounced up to over 500 pages, and it has reached the stretch goal to where it will be a leather-covered Bible. So it's now going to have like gold-gilded pages, a ribbon on it, and a leather cover, and it's over 500 pages. And I think it's, I think it's roughly about sixty dollars to get the, just the, the book itself. But it's, yeah, 500 pages of anthology comics in one giant leather book. And then uh, Sean Pryor's uh, Kickstarter for Force is still going. They've got 85 backers, just over $1,800 of their $4,000 goal, and 30 days to go. So that one, especially like if, if you like the, the, the football stuff, like uh, the GFL type of thing, uh, Force is a football-based comic book that uh, Sean Pryor is doing with the artist uh, Jay Reed. And the artwork for it is amazing. Uh, go check out Jay Reed's Instagram and his Twitter account. I've never seen like drawings of football players look so cool. Like it's it looks like an action comic, but it's all happening on a football field. His his art style is really really good. And then I realized, yeah, uh, like SP was talking about it being the end of the year. It, it it is sadly the end of the year. We're half we're over halfway through November, and yeah, I've still got over a hundred movies to watch. So I, I've been trying to catch up, but I ended up spending all yesterday. I was going to just watch movies and draw. I ended up going shopping and buying a bunch of baking and cooking supplies for stuff that I realized that I need in the in the condo that I was missing. And yeah, I spent way too much money. And then by the time I got home and I baked a mac and cheese casserole and did a crock pot meal and had a whole, basically ate a ton of food. And I think that's why I slept in my alarm this morning. I was still in a food coma. But yeah, just I did I you have the meat baked. sweats. Not quite the meat sweats, but yeah, I had I had a whole carb lot of sweats. pasta. Had, yeah, I had a whole lot of pasta and rice in me. Yeah, so it was carb sweating last night. But yeah, so I just went, went to sleep way too late. But yeah, I made a ton of food, and so yeah, today I got to get some movies watched because I'm behind. But I did watch Box Trolls finally. That movie is fucking fun as hell. Yeah, that and I didn't uh, like it that much. I enjoyed. I didn't like it the first time. I I started watching it, and like the first five minutes was kind of boring. And then this time I was like, well, no, I need to watch it because it's coming off of Netflix at the end of the month. I was like, I need to watch it, you know, before I saw the option. And once you got, once I got into the story, like I love the stop motion animation. The story gets really, really good. The animation is fantastic. I recommend the book that it's based off of. Honestly, I thought they missed out on a lot of things that were really funny in the book. Um, I'll have to check that out. But the, uh, the, the animation is amazing, but that's the, that, that studio is just amazing at animation. Yeah, see, I really liked it. Yeah, I didn't give it much of a chance the first time, so I was really happy that I finally watched it before it came off Netflix. And then the other one uh, was uh, Me, Him, Her. Uh, Max Landis wrote and directed a movie that's basically an update of what a rom-com is now in 2015, like he did well, you know, for last year. Does it have and Matthew McConaughey in it? It has no McConaughey in it. Willie won't want to watch it then. No, no, it, it does Max Landis, though. It is Max Landis, and Max Landis has a nice cameo in it. It is a fucking hilarious movie dealing with you know, relationships right now. And Where'd so, you yeah, watch it at? It's, it's on Netflix. It's really good. Streaming on Netflix? Yeah, it's streaming. Yes. And yeah, and not only that, but I uh, reviewed it, put it on my uh, my my Twitter stream because I keep 
you know, I've been doing the Douglas Movies Challenge, and Max Landis did like my tweet, so that felt very nice. Cool. I gave him, I gave him an eight out of ten. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward <laughs> to hopefully uh, him. The rumors that he's going to be doing American Wolf in London and redoing his dad's movie. So I'm not a fan of you know remakes, but if someone's going to remake American Wolf in London, I'm totally fine if it's fucking Max Landis <laughs> doing it. See if you can get him on for a guest spot on our show. Yeah, do that. <laughs> I'm not sure that's going to I would love to pick his brain. That boy does love to talk, though. Oh, yes. So I'll go next to what I've been getting into. Uh, I saw Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them Thursday night. Uh, it's a fucking cash grab. <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> that, We're supposed to go see that. No. I, okay, so here's the best way for me to put it. The first half of the movie, granted it was Thursday night. I'd been at work a long time. I almost fell asleep two different times in the first half of the movie. There was at one point where I literally had to get up and lean forward in my chair because like, if I don't, I will go to sleep. The back half of the movie I had a bit more fun with. If you're going in expecting Harry Potter, it's not Harry Potter. It's sort of in the Harry Potter world. I just wasn't really blown away by it. It was okay. And then they went, oh, yeah, don't forget. There's another four movies in this series coming. I went, how? <laughs> how? Wait, it, it is, it's Colin Farrell and Ron Perlman, though, right? Ron Perlman is in it for like five minutes. Colin oh. Farrell is one of the main characters in it. It's okay. It's not bad. It's not It's not great. It's not terrible. It's kind of just in between. It's like a 7 or a 6 out of 10, something like that. It's perfectly fine entertainment. If you enjoy the world of Harry Potter and the spectacle of it, there'll be a lot of fun in there. And they do a damn good job of trying to throw Easter eggs to you. We're like, well, Hogwarts is the best. Oh, no. Albus Dumbledore said this about this character. Okay, we get it. And they did say Dumbledore would be appearing in the future movies. A younger Albus Dumbledore, of course. So... We'll see what happens with it. Uh, for those that aren't familiar and that are Harry Potter fans, this takes place in the 1920s in America during Grindelwald's rise to power. So it is Oof. before the wizard that Dumbledore defeated to become the greatest wizard of our era, basically. That is... Yeah. Okay. Never mind. But the whole premise is it takes place before Dumbledore is even a major figure in things. The The... the isn't the book that it's based off of like one of their textbooks? Yes. So they had a textbook called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And then J.K. Rowling even put a book out of this textbook. So it's a textbook, though. The, yeah, which actually talks about the different animals and their traits. So this movie is named after that, but it's not really about Newt Scamander going out and finding these creatures. It's about him bringing his case that contains many of these creatures to America, some of them getting out, and then some spectacle and things that go around that. It It's fun. It just doesn't feel as, for lack of a better term, as tight as the Harry Potter movies did. Like, they're building up towards something. It feels kind of just like fluff. Gotcha. It's it's not bad, but it's not great. Yeah, go go and see it. I think it's it's definitely a movie I would say, if you want to see it, go and see it. But if you've been on the fence, I'd say wait for it to hit Netflix or something like that. Because it's okay. Okay. So it's not a, it's not a must-see in the theaters. What no, you're it's not a must-see in the theaters. It, I don't know. It just, like I said earlier, it felt like a cash grab to me. It was like, has anyone been watching South Park this season? No. Nope. Okay. So they have uh, this, like the last two episodes. They have these things called the member berries, which are making people go look back on things with nostalgia. I was like, member Star Wars, member Chewbacca, <laughs> I remember. And they've tied it into everything. That's what this movie nice. felt like to me. It was like, member Harry Potter, member Hogwarts. <laughs> I was like, okay, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to make me remember, <laughs> oh, these are those things I liked in Harry Potter. Maybe I'll like them here. If South Park hadn't been making fun of that, that, yeah. If South Park hadn't been making fun of that as much, it might have resonated more so with me. Other stuff I've been getting into: uh, Microsoft's been doing their Black Friday sales. 
on their digital storefront. So I bought GTA 5 for my Xbox One for $30 and started playing that last night and have been having some fun with that. I picked up Titanfall 2. I think I talked about that last week. Beat the single player campaign, which was short but fun. And I've been playing multiplayer in it now. And like I mentioned earlier in the show, they took out one of my favorite game modes from the original and didn't put it in the sequel, which I'm kind of bummed about. And then uh, kind of just on a tech geeky side of things, I've started making use of the free app that Microsoft gives away, basically called OneNote, that you can download the app from the Windows App Store for free or on iOS and Android. You can also get the full-blown desktop version for free from Microsoft. I've been using that for getting a lot of my news stories and doing my research for different podcasts and shows because they make it really easy to click to capture stuff and take notes. And it's worked well with the new laptop I've been using. So... It worked out well in that regards, but that's most of the stuff I've been getting into. I'll probably go and play more video games this afternoon and try not to buy Overwatch because I don't need to spend more money. Or contrary, you could buy more. You could buy Overwatch. Yes, I agree. I, I concur. I can't play with you guys, though. So that would be the reason I would buy. There's no cross platform between PS4 you could and if Xbox you get One. A PS4 as well. And you get <laughs> well, if I'm going to buy a PS4, that. I might as well just buy the PS4 Pro and then not be able to watch 4K yeah. Blu-rays on it, even though it renders everything go. at 4K. There, you you got the answer. Or Do I that. could just wait until <laughs> next year and get an Xbox Scorpio. Wait, wait, wait. Are you doing sarcasm? No, I would <laughs> never be is? sarcastic on this show, Willie. That is not my shtick at all. So you're going to be playing tonight, right? (laughs) Yes, I'm going to run out immediately and go buy a PS4 Pro. If I can find any here, I will buy one and say, Willie, this one's for you. (laughs) And I'm going to plug it into things and I'm going to play. We'll see you later then tonight, Chris. Yeah. Wait, Despite wait, the wait. fact Are that you I sure this isn't sarcasm. No, this I is, would is... I would never use sarcasm in a podcast, Willie. That has never happened. Okay. And I would ensure that it will never happen in anything that I ever do. All right, I'm sorry. I just had to question it because my brain keeps saying there's something wrong here. But I, I'm just going to. All right. I, I hope to see you later tonight. Chris is totally sincere. I am completely sincere all the time. So, Willie, while your brain is trying to wrap itself around that, I got to ask, what have you been getting into, sir? What you plan on getting into? Well, I got my buddy uh, motion sickness last night playing the VR because of this <laughs> nice. fucking game right here, Robinson: The Journey. Oh my god, I can't! I played thirty minutes of it. I put it down, and I'm still feeling some pressure in my head from it. It is no bueno. My buddy, he played it about the same amount of time. He had to lay down. I was like, I'm done. This is this is over. Uh, wow. Yeah. So hopefully, I can return that to GameStop today. Hopefully, they just give me a full refund. When did you buy it from him? Two weeks ago. Mm, I don't know if they'll give you a refund at like, that this point. This game makes me sick. I want to make sure it made others sick. It does. I can't it, play it. I'm sure they'll offer you seven dollars. They'll offer you seven dollars in store credit for it, though. Don't worry. Fifteen dollars. Trust me. Okay. I looked it up. My or four dollars. If anything, I'm just going to trade in to get Skyrim because I got the next week off after today, so I can go have some fun. And I could use VR to play that. It'll just be like I'm in my own little theater. There you go. Nice. But uh, what else? I will be getting forced to go watch um, Fantastic Beasts next Saturday. So, yay, you made me actually happy to go see this movie. That is sarcasm. What's sarcasm? Go see Moana instead. Willie, quit talking about chasms. (laughs) I can't go see it because I'm a racist male. I can't go see that movie, Naki. Ugh. So, Willie, they do have PS4 Pros in at my local Target, and they're 10% off if I use the promo code <laughs> TECH. So I am totally going to go and buy one after this show. Well, now you have to buy awesome. one. You said you would. 
Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because I've, ne- I've never lied on a podcast before. <laughs> Not once. The size of my penis. <laughs> That's not really great for the audio listeners. Yeah. The size of the penis has stretches. Hey, it's practice time. Can I quit now? No, we should not all have to quit. I think Willie's just fired. Uh, No, I'm forgetting something because I'm a dumbass. Um, Oosh. Yeah, just go ahead. I'm done. Well, uh, all right, Naki, what are you even getting into? What are you planning on getting into? Um, I've been playing Overwatch um, and Heroes of the Storm, like I talked about earlier. Uh, I picked a really bad week last week to start reading The Road, but uh, still trudging through that. Now, that is a very depressing thing. I don't recommend that right now if you're dealing with certain things that have happened in the world these days. Um on top of that, I have not been feeling super great. Um, I'm not sure if it's the weather change or allergies or whatever. So that's why I've been kind of low key. I apologize. Um, my throat is, is not on fire, but it's not feeling good either. So I'm just a little tired. And uh, But I'm going to go get my hair done today. So this will be the last day that you'll see uh, desperate hair needing treatments. Um, I'm going to be having the magic hair when I get back. You'll see a video of it, I'm sure. Um, and then other than that, um, just been working a whole lot. So not much that I'm getting into just a whole lot of work, whole lot of work. There's no fun in that. There's Mm. no fun in that. No fun in that. Play Overwatch with me though. That's more fun. If you have a PS4, play Overwatch with the other three hosts of the show. Because well, I don't have four, it. Soon to be four, right? Oh, that's you right, because I'm going to go buy my PS4 Pro right after the show, that which I can get for 10% said. off at Target right now. So with tax, it would be $385 for a PS4 Pro. Oh, uh, I did on, something Chris. really cool this week. Uh, we started a Dungeons & Dragons group. Nice. Oh, can I join? What? what? It's not It's not online. Sorry. Which, which actually, edition? We're actually, well, I, I lied. It's not Dungeons & Dragons. We're doing Dungeon World because uh, a couple of them are noobs, so... Dungeon World is a little bit easier version of Dungeons and Dragons, um, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, we had a whole lot of fun. I can just Skype in, can I? No, you're not there. Well, do I have to actually physically be there? Well, we're rolling yes. dice and stuff, so yes. I can have a camera trusted. point in it. No, you're that not is true. Trusted. No. Yeah, don't worry, Bachman's right. I can't be trusted. Never mind. <laughs> you don't understand sarcasm, but I'm playing a druid. I'm a halfling Wait, what? druid. I'm so excited. Halfling sarcasm. druid. Because I'm already pretty much a halfling. I was trying <laughs> not to say it. I'm really glad that you did. I'll be I honest. I did it for you. It's fine. Thank you. The question you. is, are you a harefoot halfling? No, I'm. I'm actually a druid from uh from the depths of Earth. So I was born from the ground, bitches. I'm as close to being a dwarf as I can be because they wouldn't allow me being a dwarf druid. How do oh, okay. they? I'll say they have dwarves though, right? What type of fucking DSD is this? It ain't got dwarves. No, the dwarves are. But you can't the road- be a dwarf druid. Yeah, you can't be a dwarf okay. druid. That makes sense. I'm a druid. I'm druish. Oh, yes, thank you for the... Uh, Naki's a druish princess. Baseball's reference. I was waiting for her. I was like, am I going to be the one to do it? Okay. It's funny. She doesn't look druish. Well, guys, it's time for us to start wrapping things up before we go too far down the Spaceballs path, because then we'll never leave. Before we get out of here, I did want to remind <laughs> folks... You can find the podcast over at atgnpodcast.com or gonnageeknetwork.com. Feel free to reach out to us on the Twitters, the Facebooks, all the social medias. I would remind you 
that we are live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern over on Geeks.Live or Channel 3 of Alpha Geek Radio. I will say it could just be we'll be on Alpha Geek Radio because I think they're making changes where they're just going to put you on whatever channel based on openings at the time soon. But we will still be on Alpha Geek Radio. The next live show you can watch on Geeks.Live, I believe, is tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, and that should be Pop X Cast. I'm not 100% sure on that because I know Joe's been traveling, and if you follow him on social media, you've probably seen he's been in New York City. He just got back either late last night or early today, I think. So not 100% sure whether they'll be back or not. You guys have any final thoughts for us as we wrap things up? I'm SP's geek, Gonna Geek Princess. Nice. Congrats. Spaceballs, um, the, the flamethrower. The kids love this one. Oh man, I want a flamethrower. <laughs> for kids. Oh, uh, knife wrench is also fantastic. Remember, always blow a raspberry in your girlfriend's vagina. No, oh no, no, we're gone. Bye, guys. The queef is strong with this one. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek Radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us, atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com, on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.